Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. No matter what you've done at the club, you're only remembered if you're involved in a paneling of Barcelona. And <laughs> there have been some famous 5 nils. Hello and welcome to Reminding You Why You Love Football, a Monday Magazine podcast that frankly needs some new reviews. If you like listening to this and would like to continue to listening to this, then spend 30 seconds leaving us a nice little review. Thank you to Zach Van Dyke for saying that the title is accurate and does indeed remind him why he loves the beautiful game. Now, desperate for some praise to kick off this show and also to uh, tell new listeners they haven't stumbled into a fucking weird wormhole they can't get out of. We went in our Discord, which you can also join if you're a subscriber, and um, it's like an old school forum, really. Lots of people posting photos of Seb as, uh, you know, in tanks and things like that. But we, asked, <laughs> we asked the Discorders and said, give us, a, give us a line about the podcast we can write out, read out. So we will start with uh, Days of Speed, Mark Jones. It's like the in-betweeners if Mike Lee had directed it. <laughs> Very good. That's uh, my next, next tattoo. Um, and I like this one. Each and every episode has at least one Ratatouille moment. Cold, mushy. Uh, trans- <laughs> transporting you to a time, place, sight or sound you always knew was there but needed reminding of. In a world of Michelin stars, expected assists per 90, Yelp reviews and automated overlords, Seb, it's your <laughs> it's your mum's best pot of soup exactly when you really want to eat. And that is from Yosh and that is a fucking lovely review. That is lovely. Yes, Yosh. Um, really and we've also finally found James Bird's burner account. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A podcast that reminds us about how footy is about real people's lives at every social level, not just statistics and clickbait headlines. And that is from Mike Laybourne. Uh, thank you very much. Amen to that. If you're new, welcome. We've got some wonderful stuff to talk about today. And if you're returning, then we love you too. Uh, on this day in 1503, Nostradamus, that historical liar, was born. And <laughs> we can... <laughs> That fucking piss said Nostradamus. Now, we could go through and debunk his many prophecies. Instead, we'd prefer to remember when Bobby Bacchilari off The Sopranos confused him with Quasimodo and was adamant that the hunchback had predicted 9-11. That's, yeah, that's more like it. Um, so I'm your host today, Owen Esmeralda Blackhurst, and I'm joined by Tommy Stewart, Seb White, and, and, and... Back Yosh. by popular demand after a long spell grafting down the digital content mines under the jackboot of James Bird, <laughs> it is Mundial's very own Asad Raza. Wow, wow, thanks very much for that, Owen. I'm pleased you've seen the work I put into training. And you know what? I'm... You know, I'm just glad that none of you have mentioned that I I did a Randy Orton style RKO on on James to get to get into this building. Oh, so why it's not here? Yeah, 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 yeah. I am um, talking of finishing. You moves, did it. I DT'd Birdo once. Yeah, in a hotel. Really? DDT'd, DDT'd him? him. Yeah, in a hotel in, in a ho- uh, Margate. Hotel under Seb's room bed. in Margate. Yeah. But I signalled it. What's I was trying to watch World so, War Two docs. Seb was in his little blue pants watching World <laughs> War Two documentaries. This is absolutely true. What was the state of the pants? <laughs> well, no, they were just yeah. They were all right. Worn, yeah. tented. 
No, no, no they that's were, what I was getting at. No, they were proper Marks and Spencer. Ironed. Yeah. Ironed. Yeah. Ironed. Yeah. Crisp. Uh, oh, yeah. Crisp. Yes, sir. Yeah, two things Seb irons. His, yeah, yeah. his, his boxer shorts and the hankies for his head when he's on holiday. <laughs> <laughs> It is also uh, Chris Waddle's birthday on the on the day this is uh, released. Marseille's second greatest ever player voted and um, a man who loved a mullet, a great dribbler, but someone whose views over the last few years have made him, uh, well, you know, he's not quite, he's not gone full Latisse. No. No, no. But um, he said some things. Uh, we are 4.8 on Apple, five star on Spotify, and this is reminding you why you love football, a part of the Acast Creator Network. James Bird, we'll see you soon. Assad. Big, misshapen, wet shoes to fill. <laughs> God damn, King. Big shoes that are for someone 10 years younger to fill. <laughs> and I'm exactly that guy. Some Alexander, yeah. some Alexander Wangs he's bought off Depop. And can't quite justify, but he's keeping them anyway. All the where, pundits are wearing them, Mum. Whereas, where, whereas you wear shoes for t someone 10 years older. Yeah, old soul. Yeah. Oh, yeah, big, yeah. I said yeah, it's yeah. an old soul. Big, yeah. big Oregon dad energy. Yeah, yeah. Mature for my age, <laughs> yeah. as, as I've been told many times. <laughs> Adventures in Clubland. Right anyway. then. Adventures in Clubland. Adventures in Clubland is Indian Summers, Loans, Last Chance Saloons, parts of players' careers we, we like to remember, some you forgot about, some you've never heard of, uh, and some we're just going to talk about anyway. And today is um, Ivan Zamorano, Chilean striker who um, made his name um, all across Europe in the 90s and who, to a lot of people, might be most remembered for his partnership with Marcelo Salas, France 98, um, Bam, Bam, Bam Bam and the Matador. Great Reebok kit, a, a, a oh. Chilean anthem being the best. Oh, yeah, yes, it is a good one. It's just a fucking raucous South yeah. American one, but it's the way they sang it. Yeah. No one's been more proud to come from their country than the, the than Zamorano and the Chileans yeah. in 98. Class. That's great. So he famously um, played at Inter Milan where um, after the signing of Ronaldo, he had an eight plus one shirt, which I believe is when Tommy Stewart first, first knew about him. But Champions we're going to talk about him at a time which is maybe slipped down the cracks mm. slightly, despite being what is the most successful spell of his career, really. He was... Signed for Real Madrid from Seville in 1992 for six million and um, went on to just have a fantastic four seasons there. Over 100 goals. Um, That's pretty good. Instant impact straight away. Now, the thing, if you haven't, if you don't have much frame of reference for Zamorano, he was, he's not very big, probably 5'7, five, 5'8, five, about my height, I would imagine. Um, an incredible barnet. Sometimes the side is shaved too high, so there was completely above. <laughs> Above there, like he was wearing a helmet. Shave those sideburns. <laughs> but uh, one of his other nicknames, Bam Bam, from the um, from the Flintstones, obviously, and um, Ivan the Terrible, according to Assad. Is that true? Yeah, yeah. Well, according to Wikipedia, no second, no secondary source on that. Never been wrong. Yeah, yeah. Never been wrong. Famously, Madrid were amazing at the time, but they were. You know, this is this is Pep, Cruyff, Stoichkov, mm. Romario. Dream Team era as well, um, and down the road. So, but he scored twenty six in thirty four in his first season. He was second only in the Pachichi to Babeto, the great Babeto, oh. who at the time was probably at Deportivo, I believe. Um, and he won the uh, the trophy for the best South American in La Liga. Now, what he was successful in the first season was scoring six goals in the Copa del Rey campaign. And if you've not seen Zamorano play, he fucking could jump. 
like. Mm. You know, nowadays it's quite in vogue to when, say, Ronaldo or, Christi- or Cristiano does a mental header and they, they pull out the whole um, the science of hang time, which they do in basketball, right? Samarano broke the rules from that. He would chuck himself as high as anyone I've ever seen go in football, but with, the, with such a wanton abandon, he did not give a fuck if he got hit. Um, his movement was great. He was, he was very good at springing the offside trap and a very good finisher with both feet. Just very... Like all of those, like sort of shorter South American strikers, mm. your Tevezes, your Suarez, people like that, just fucking at it, just always at it, like a whirling dervish, and like could could do everything really. And you you know he's grown up playing in sort of um, very frenetic games on on sometimes not great pitches, right? It's a it's a tale as old as time with some South American strikers, and he was just the 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 epitome. A bulldog, for want of a better word. I, I didn't think we were going to bring Churchill into this again for a while. Tommy, but I can see Seb. I can see Seb's been offering you bonuses. Can, can bulldogs jump really high? No, no, it's a terrible analogy. Yeah. I said we're going no, to. No, they used to pretty... say about Tevez and Suarez. They've both been called a bulldog. I'm yep. sure. Tevez definitely has. No, but Zamorano. Really? Was... Bulldogs. They've got breathing problems from interbreeding. <laughs> oh, yeah. They can't Lazy fucking... bastards. They can't run. This is being edited out. No, 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 no. It's not staying in. This stays. Yeah. I have the power. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, you were not for much longer by the time. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. If any could... of you remember um, internet meme, walking internet meme Devo, Tommy's, <laughs> Tommy's channeling him today with his rig out. And, um... <laughs> Summer is here and I'm fucking, fucking buzzing. That's your worst um, impression. Impression, yeah. Terrible, yeah. I, suppose, I suppose you can't impersonate yourself, can you? No. <laughs> um, oh. <laughs> So Zamorano, anyway, is, is Zamorano is one of the few people who have a um, who have the winner's medal for the uh, Ibero Americana. Um, his most famous game, as is for any Real Madrid player, really. Um, mm. You are, no matter what you've done at the club, you're only remembered if you're involved in a panelling of Barcelona. And <laughs> there have been some famous five nils between the two over the years, some of which we've seen, some of which we've talked about before, others which have drifted off into time. But um, he did. And in the, it was a famous 5-0 pummeling. Zamorano was the star of the show, scored a hat-trick, set up the other two. Oh. He had a wonderful partnership with Michael Laudrup, and it was the season they won and won the league. Bloody hell. Beautiful. That is good. Michael Laudrup, ex-Barca, obviously. Yeah. Bloody and he won hell. the Pachichi. Ah, did he? So, as the triple crown That's of brilliant. Real Madrid things, yeah, the Liga, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Pachichi... Hatter against Barcelona and sets up the other two completely dominating the game. And it would be fair to say that in the um, turbo statistical era that we live in now where Ronaldo and Messi have changed things and mm. like you, we could go on about it about them playing on better pitches and with more protection. It doesn't matter, you can't compare eras. But there's a lot of players like Zamorano who have just sort of slipped off from people's memories. And you will have as much fun watching Ivan Zamorano's supercut of his goals than you will watch in any modern state striker because there's a there's um, a lawlessness about his play that um, you just don't see as much anymore. Mm, you, yeah. you wouldn't get that if if he'd been coaching in a in a, in a climate controlled academy somewhere yeah. in the northwest, one of the football factories of of, of northern Europe. Yeah, you wouldn't see it. And, and Assad is straining at the least. That's so a good point. Come on. Obviously, he was like performing well before I was born. Right. I watched a few comps like, like before, before this record. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, Some better then, than others. He, yeah, he just absolutely it. flings himself, not just like up in the air to get at headers. He diving, diving headers, and then the way he'd celebrate afterwards, like, oh, 
absolutely love like just pulling out his shirt mm. he, one celebration he like punched the air four times but like four <laughs> uppercuts like that yeah. um, on the edge it's fair to say he spent most of his career on the edge Zamorano and like all those type of good strikers he was I've never thought about that before about how he was a bit of a precursor to your Tevez's and Suarez and stuff like that but that's exactly what he was and I'm mm. glad I've thought of it now and just to, to be I mean even if you want to go sort of boring modern style about it like I'm just looking at that goal record again he what, got 100, the, 101 goals in four years Real yeah, Madrid incredible that's 25 back a season like back in the 90s as well like. <laughs> 25 a season yeah that like, is it's fucking crazy that is good yeah and then um, after Real Madrid Zamo left to um, come to London and uh, where he played for Grange Hill <laughs> <laughs> for, for three years and got into a lot of shit with uh, Danny yeah. Kendall and Trevor Cleaver yeah. <laughs> some drug issues yeah, there wasn't there yeah starred in some popular um, Just Say No commercials he did. <laughs> went to the White House and everything didn't he did they yeah, did they great the Grange Hill lot? Because yeah, of uh, I don't th it's good you're you won't know. Do you know what Grange Hill is? <sighs> yes, but it doesn't actually not. matter because I don't think Birdo was allowed to watch it either. <laughs> One of those kids who couldn't watch. <laughs> oh, absolutely, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Not neighbours, just in case those flaming just glass. In case, just in case Bouncer's lipstick was out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's really getting it, and he's not even here. Bouncer's lipstick. Yeah. Be a good name for a band. Though. I was yeah. just about to say. Oh yeah, yeah. really good. <laughs> We're sporting Tommy next week. <laughs> Bouncer's lipstick. No, we'll be sporting that. Yeah, yeah. Let's face it. <laughs> I mentioned uh, France 98 and the Salas. Salas and Zamorano as a pairing, that is pretty good. In an, and again, going back and without being like, oh, we were better in the old days. You don't, you got, you know, the, in an era of front ones, you know, front threes, when you have two, the, the, the pairs. Oh, a strike, front, a strike partnership. Strike partnership is so, you know, I did a, we did a piece recent, I did a piece for the latest issue of Monday Hour about M. Bartosz Tarachowski and uh, Phil Jevons, obviously very different, but my favourites. But that were only together for one season. But the, as a pair, it's just you do remember pairs and Salas and Zamorano. They didn't come much better than well, that. I, for, for the same thing I did about Romario and Stoichkov, which was You'd, which exactly, was around yeah. this time, and like, I remember watching them deliver that lesson to Man United at the New Camp. Yes, yeah, and I, I, you know, it would be remiss of me to not mention York and Cole. Like, well, exactly. Fucking yeah. Fucking hell. Man. Yeah. Like how they level below though. Then. Oh. <laughs> oh. A treble. Or you know Rooney and Javier Hernandez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh, SAS, Sheeran Sheringham. Yeah. Well, Sheeran Sutton as well. Yeah. I mean, Sheeran Sutton with the Sutton, SAS. Yeah. 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 It was Sheeran Sheringham. They weren't called anything. I don't think they were. <laughs> Teddy and Al. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we did speak to Chris Sutton about that, and I know he's become sort of the. Um, Widow Twanky to Robbie Savage's pantomime dame, or vice versa. I don't know. I don't know the pantomime people anymore. No, no. It's been a long time since I was on stage with Michael Barrymore at the Wolverhampton Grand. <laughs> yeah, this is true story. Story, story for another day about having to sing Kenny the Kangaroo with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think I've heard this. Chris Sutton, we did interview him for Giant about Alan Shearer, and there was always these rumours that they didn't get on. Sutton just... He was great, said, wasn't he? He said, no, we got on fine. But he also, the way he talked about how good Shearer was, even if they didn't get on, it was as magnanimous as it gets. And I don't know how many people, probably listening to this, a few do, but the Shearer people ended up remembering was a bit of a war horse at Newcastle. He had to play with his back to goal a lot because mm. his, his legs are gone. And he was still a violent striker of the ball with both feet and people's heads. But <laughs> pre-knee injury at Blackburn, his, the beginning of him at Blackburn, yeah, was, yeah. it was outrageous because he came from nowhere. 
Like people knew about him from Southampton, but all of a sudden there was this ready-made Premier mm. League star called Alan, yeah. Yeah. who was <laughs> fucking lightning quick, finished with both feet. He's like I think he scored his, his Blackburn goals at a ridiculous. Uh, I think he scored a hat trick on his debut against Crystal Palace, didn't he? For Southampton or for Blackburn? For Blackburn. But he scored a he's hat-trick. got a hat trick on his debut for Southampton as well, yeah, of course, yeah, against Arsenal. Did. But he did. But no, he's, he but, was a player. Good little player, wasn't he? He was quite tall. The <laughs> Shearer, all Shearers were good, but the Shearer of Blackburn was a fucking yeah. outrageous. I went. I saw them Tottenham play Blackburn. I think it might be the season they won the league. And we used to sometimes go up to London and watch some football up there. And my stepdad's from Newcastle, and my granddad was was from Newcastle. And he, we were in the Tottenham end, <laughs> and Shearer scored this fucking brilliant goal in that red kit with the black sleeves. And just because he's a Geordie, my granddad just stood up and went, "Yes, how <laughs> 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 Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was almost like that. And, and like I'm. Um, Tottenham's pretty lively, isn't it? Pretty punchy. And Tottenham away. Yeah, yeah. Tottenham fucking travel well. Yeah, Tottenham's yeah, yeah. away fans are good and loud. But and we were so we were at White Hart Lane and he's just stood up cheering and, and it's like my my stepdad, who is one of the most laid back people I know, was like grabbing him by his leather jacket, going, sit down, sit down, and all these Tottenham fans going, you what the fuck, you know. Very um, very quickly, and you have to top of your head, what's your favourite strike partnership? Shearer and Sheringham, ninety six. You're ninety six. My, my man. York and Cole, easy. It, it was fucking amazing, man. It Robbie Keane and Dimitar Berbatov. We, we were on holiday and it was when Robbie Keane was trying to get to Liverpool and Berbatov was trying to get to Man United. And we said, me and my brother all that holiday, we barely went outside. We were just playing football manager for a week. And uh, we said, imagine if we fly back and uh, the, all the Spurs squad are there because they just played Alicante. <laughs> They were fucking there. Were they? <laughs> the whole, Modric had just signed. Modric was oh. there. But Berbatov and Keane were on their own. Oh, Are, really? The rest of the squad were just, uh, oh, were just blanking them. Fuck. Keane was back fuck. there in six less than six months, he was, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He was, yeah. yeah. I saw him at the end of that season score for Spurs back at Anfield in Sammy Hippie's last game. Oh. Wow. And he refused to celebrate. And I thought, fucking hell, Robbie. I mean, you... Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> Do your somersault, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Do yeah. the jig. I've only been there six months, mate. Yeah. Yeah. It's dark in the evening, it's dark in the mornings, and the world is pretty miserable. What you need in your life is more joy. And issue 28 of Mundial Magazine is celebrating the joy of attacks. The three R's, Ronaldo, Ronaldinho and Rivaldo. We've got Romario, Stoichkov, Steve Bull, Statman Dave off the radio, he's in it. He's talking about Ronaldo, Rooney and Tevez and Seb talking about a couple of Yeovil players nobody else can remember the name of. You wouldn't have it any other way. Go to mundarmag.com now to subscribe or find out more. Asad Raza, 101 things to do in football before you die. Take it away. 101 things to do in football before you die and it's get a sibling or a family member into football. Sounds, sounds like sounds like my cup of tea. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, um, it was always a sticking point between me and my younger brother because me and my dad love football. It was me and my dad only really ever like talk about football or cricket. Not much else, especially now that I don't go to school anymore and he doesn't really care about my job. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> sounds like sounds like my wife. They get on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, South, do, South he's doing very well though. Yeah. If you are listening. <laughs> He will not be. My brother will. Um, he, he would just, my brother just didn't care about football. He would like be playing Fortnite, play tennis for a bit. He just didn't care. I remember I was on holiday in, we were all on holiday, one of those big 
family South Asian holidays to Pakistan where we go for like a month during the summer holidays. And I was bored out of my mind and it was like early August and I started watching just like United preseason or like like early Premier League matches at 4.35 in the morning and my brother just came into the room I was in and be like, there's nothing more. Why are you doing this? Why are you, why are you not spending time with us? You're just... There's nothing like important about football. Like, why do you care so much? Because well, he's and really anti. He was really anti. He hated it. He, yeah. he, he hated that the fact that my attention diverged away from him. Oh. In, in in yeah. like because we're a very close family. So like yeah. Um, but the year you've just given him a kick in. <laughs> I, 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 I used to hit. I used to hit my brother a lot. Like when we were growing up. Like. <laughs> Like with, I, I did some, way. I did some like bad things to him. But um, also, oh, siblings, sibling, it's yeah. hard work. You're not yeah. the year things started turning was the was the summer my twin brother passed away. Basically, my twin brother had cystic fibrosis and chronic lung disease, and he caught pneumonia in an ICU ward, and then eventually passed away. And I'm not a de depressive character, but it put me in like a in like a hole. The first month afterwards, I was just I couldn't do anything, couldn't go out, couldn't really go outside, could barely look my mum in the eyes, my dad in the eyes, but. The thing was, I just have in the background, um, like you know, again, United preseason games, and my brother because he wanted to be near me, and he just wanted to like someone to sit next to. He would come and he'd watch these United preseason games, and then we got in, and he, and we were good that preseason, seventeen, eighteen. Like, was this very, uh, Mourinho? Mourinho, Lukaku, back when Lukaku tricked us up. But um, <laughs> he, <laughs> I'll get to this. Like early start of the season. And he, like, United are class. Like, we're battering everyone 4 0. And so I go, all right, I'll take you to a game if you want. And he's up for it. Like, he's just like, yeah, 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 sure, I'll come. So we're there. It was against Palace just yeah. before, it was just before I went to uni, like, like, like a couple of days before I moved out. And he was obviously nervous about it. But I went, we went to this game and he just loved it. I was obviously very protective of him because he was like 10 years old at that point. But he, um, doesn't do well in crowds either so i was just trying to like you know like mm. make him feel safe while we were there yeah we score within the first like three minutes like high matter scores Ugh. and then uh <laughs> fellaini scores twice and my brother like <laughs> goes absolutely mental like next to me i've never seen him punch the air like <laughs> with, of fellaini. With, yeah, yeah mate yeah. he left the match thinking <laughs> fellaini was one of the best midfielders <laughs> in the world like it was like oh that guy with the afro i was like yeah my like, yeah, yeah, he's so good. And I was like, Do you know no, what our nickname not. for him was around that no, time? No, what? In the Stratford, me and my mates, Ballon d'Or. <laughs> just, just that. <laughs> Lukaku, at the start of the season, he'd scored like something like six, six and six. He got seven and seven with this, but he missed a few. And then he got his classic, like at the end of the game, scores a goal. And I, and in hindsight, he tricked us all. Like, <laughs> I, I love him. Know. I want to love him. No, I, I, I don't. Let's not join the Lukaku pylon. I think he's no, really right. good. You've just got to play to his strengths. Yeah. Because to Conte played to his strengths and into fucking romp the league. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Everton. Yeah. He was yeah. brilliant. West Brom. Under Martinez. West, West Brom. Yeah. He was so goals. good at West Brom. Yeah. And is your brother still really into it now? So this so is... And this is how you, do you keep in sort of yeah, touch through yeah, football? Yeah. So he... he um, What's the age difference, sorry? Seven years. Seven years. Mm -hmm. yeah, right. yeah. So he... Um, he still rings me up out of the blue and the first 40 minutes of every, like half an hour to 40 minutes, every phone call, he is on at me about United and football. <laughs> and I'm starting to like, you know, like sporting United is a bit depressing, but he just goes on and on and on about it. Even started when I was at uni away and he'd ring me like every night. And oh, that, even like a week and a half ago, he's still ringing me up about, about the football, but he started playing. Oh. And yeah, yeah. So he what, plays. What, around the same, same, similar time? Or he's, been... he's, he started playing 
in the past couple of years when okay. he turned 15 Great. and like he's very skinny he's not like me he's very yeah, skinny yeah, and very yeah. tall but yeah um he plays as a right winger for his school team and class he's beautiful like i better than i ever was or ever will be like really oh like when i think of like beauty when on a football pitch i think of my little brother playing like oh, amazing man he set up a, of his own volition he added all like because we don't really we've got big cousins but like because i'm in london now i don't see him often um, he set up a football WhatsApp group, and they play every week. He's so good at football; it's who's he remind you of, like of, of a yeah, player? Just I, I like be, comparing my mates to Premier League players. I, I'd I'd say Neymar. Like he's oh. a very languid right winger. Oh yeah, like, hasn't got three different saunas in his house though, has he? <laughs> no, not unless they've turned <laughs> not your not room into I, one. <laughs> no, 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 that's a storage room now. Like. <laughs> and you, and obviously magnified for a parent. Right. Yeah. And do you think, I suppose, did your parents not shut down emotionally, but were they a bit unavailable? So do you think he needed you even more at yeah. the time? Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. My mum was obviously just mm. distraught, like catatonic, basically, and like yeah, yeah. For, and my dad just threw himself into work, and mm. he just it it's it again it like just tied us together. Like he he needed me and needed to be around me. Yeah. And. That was the way we got through it, and it was it was really tough. I considered deferring a year at uni, but I needed to get out. I don't know. I don't know how he did it, but like he'd come and visit me at uni all the time. Oh, yeah, me and um, so I've got three brothers. I've got my 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 brother Pete, who will never listen to this, but uh, Pete, if you're listening, um, <laughs> but me and him are in, in, incredibly close. And then I've got two brothers um, from my dad's um, second relationship, who I'm just not as close as because there's a bigger age gap and, and whatever yeah. else. And you know what it's like with steps and halves and all that stuff. But got plenty of them. Yeah, I think well, your dad's a shagger, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as discussed. Like father, previously on this parish. Hello, Ian. Yeah. Hello, Ian. Are you all right, mate? Um, but but no, but like the, the like the sibling relationships and 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 ones which are often um dominated by by trauma and you know our, our parents getting divorced was quite a traumatic uh incident of both me and my brother at the time mm. and the way it was all, all, i suppose all dealt with and but that's definitely even at the times when we've not wanted to have anything to do with each other a bond will always yeah. remain and it's like to know it's 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 difficult because you, you sort of can't you can't let the trauma define your relationship because you need to move the relationship beyond that. And if, I mean, if, if you know, if football can be the kicker for something like that, especially with an age gap, because it's not easy with, yeah, with, say, with an age yeah. gap. It's, it's, it, you know. It's good that you're close, but that age gap, even yeah. despite the age gap. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, seven years is a long, and we don't really have loads. His cultural references are different to my cultural references. He's not getting into Jeff Buckley, which I love, so maybe it might another like bid for my attention. But um, oh. he, yeah, man, he just, I don't know anyone, even Seb, I don't know anyone more obsessed with football than him. And this was... Get him. He's not... <laughs> he said apart from Seb. Saying he supports me. Me and I would have been in tears. Seb's fuming. <laughs> saying he supports Man United, and he knows more about football than me. <laughs> We just pretend, just pretend there was only three of us tight. <laughs> I'm gonna have to edit this beautiful story out. Get him out. I'll record it. I'll record a separate section from home. <laughs> How much does he fucking know about the Oval? Oh, war. Yeah. 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 What's his favourite trench? <laughs> Mariana. Talking of um, talking of I mean talking of trenches. Um, People in the Discord yeah. will recognise this, but people who've listened to this podcast for a while will know that Seb is into military history. And oh. there was some chat in the in the Discord, which I know is going to get annoying for people who aren't in the Discord, but you should get in there because it's a, it's mm. quite a nice place. If you're sick of um, X and everything it's become, and if you're, you know, if 
you're getting older and you don't see, you know, you don't like necessarily see as enough, as many like-minded people anymore. I was, I thought I was going to go nowhere near it. And mm. you go around the discord any, any night of the week, and you find <laughs> hanging, hanging out, out the, the back, back of, of it. it. Yeah. Taking the piss out of Seb mainly, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but someone put a picture of Seb superimposed on a tank driving into a, a Glasgow <laughs> Rangers pub. <laughs> oh no, it's brilliant. That's brilliant. I gotta say, yeah, yeah. It it was very, very funny. And some cunt called out my fucking uh, Roy Hodgson impression. It wasn't very of, good. It was all right. It was all right. It, it wasn't, wasn't a two. two. It wasn't a two. I was. Otherwise, you were taking the piss. Yeah, yeah. What I will say about the Discord is, Bad I man. also <laughs> didn't think I'd go near it. It's great. It's yeah. amazing. I really, really yeah. enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. Because there's no cunts in there. Yeah, it's so nice. No, it is very good. And of course, the only way you can get access to the Discord is by subscribing to the bloody magazine so yeah there you go uh, Asad that was a, Asad, that was... a, a lovely Thank story you, and sort of knowing a bit about it and then when I saw it in the running order I was like this is going to be heavy and you know and it should be heavy because it's a heavy story for you but I'm glad you've shared it with us and I'm I'm glad you've shared it and I hope in any way talking about it is uh, can sometimes be cathartic and I hope your brother listens and um, I'm glad he's better at football than you <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, no, and he does he does listen he started to he started to listen to the podcast as well Jesus. yeah if you are listening you don't don't know as much about football than me. So. Oh, there oh, 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 we go. I'm messing. I'm messing. No, I'm you might know as much as Seb, to be honest, because um, <laughs> he got six points in a quiz that ran for four months. Yeah, it's a salient point. Assad, your brother, got six points. He was only on two episodes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's real, I know. Yeah. And we had to ban him once for fucking losing his microphone. <laughs> oh god, yeah. What's uh, your brother's name? Uh, Ahmed. Shout out, Ahmed. Shout out to Big Ahmed. Big up. Issue 28 of Mundial is out now and it's crammed full of brilliant football stories that you won't read anywhere else. For instance, there's an amazing story of the social history of Besiktas and their fans. There's a ridiculous photo story of scarecrows being made in the fields of France. There's our editorial director, Owen Blackhurst, who is pretending to pump some iron over in the corner of the room at me, talking about what it would be like to go to the gym with all sorts of footballers and managers. And then there's the cover story, which is all about the most joyful attacks in history. Go to mundialmag.com to subscribe. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. We support this. We support this. We support this now. We support this. We support this now. You're right, Seb. Yes, I know. I'm getting my tweeting. Are you? 
We support Stonewall FC now and always. Now, I spoke to George, the captain of Stonewall FC, or the vi- captain and vice-captain, depending on uh, who, who, who else is around. But he's um, very much a, a linchpin. He's been there nine years. And they have recently just won their fifth gold medal at the Gay Games in Mexico. So this team has been going for over 30 years. Obviously, a safe space for any, for any any gay footballers or anyone that holds the values, the same values as Stonewall, obviously inclusivity. And they've been getting bigger and better. They're currently... Yeah, for a long time, they were the only visible... Uh, only the, visible LGBTQ plus team. Mm. So they... And they have got better and better and they've been in the Premier Division of Step 7, which is the lowest... Uh, sorry, the highest you can be without becoming like a proper... God, imagine some proper of the... non-league. Going through those leagues, imagine some of the shit over the years they've fucking had to put up with. I spoke to him yesterday and had a good chat about... It was mainly around in Mexico and, and, and the tournament. So the me- tournament in Mexico, they had to play nine games in five days. Not only just that, like the shit, you know, going over, having a squad, playing two games a day, every day, and competing in, to a really high standard. It's at altitude as well. So they, and he, and George said it was very, very tricky the first couple of games. Yeah. Very, very tricky. But because they'd played previous tournaments, a lot of other teams who hadn't played previous tournaments went hell for leather the first few games. And they were once they got into a good lead in the first couple of games, they were passing it around the back and, and making the most of it. And the thing I liked about when I was speaking to George about this was he says it's obviously hugely important for, on and off the pitch, but he the way he spoke about it and going away with a, a squad of 20 of you, mm. staying in the same hotel, having a meal together in the mornings, having a meal together in the evenings, he said it genuinely makes you feel like what a you know professional footballer is like at international tournaments and things like that yeah. and he said that is just so exciting and so so much fun and he said the fact that they're also quite good is 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 great but he said just that experience the whole experience of it all is is great and they actually so they win their fifth gold medal in, in total over of, over the years yeah. so they win they win the tournament one of the best things he did say actually was Obviously, the gay, you know, we're talking about Stonewall now, a team from, they were in West London, but now they're based in around Hackney. And he was saying that it's not just a case of raising awareness of, you know, LGBTQ teams and issues and values. It's actually in Mexico, having that gay games in Mexico means that people see people in Mexico. Yeah. He said it was really like people coming to that, whether as spectators or, you know, watching it. Actually, when you go out there and out into the world, that is one of the best things, rather than just saying, oh, this is our Stonewall FC. So he, he was quite like, make sure you mention it's just, it's more, it's not just about the team, it's about the experience and what, what the gay games and things like that can do. One of the main names, or the long-term aims, is they want to play in the FA Cup. Nice. At some point. And, you know, that might... Do you reckon they need a goalkeeper? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's, they play every week. They play every week in Hackney. And they have they have a number of different teams. No, but there, there is, I was going to say on the back of this actually, there's there's some great people in Manchester doing similar things. Rain on me, FC, yeah, exactly. Who are good? For, Ella, who started that, uh, she's a very good friend of mine. Um, mm. And yeah, just anything as someone who is queer myself, and like any visibility of queer people in football is always empowering. Um, mm. I, you know, I always wore. I've always worn an earring and my chains and whatever I wear on a football pitch. And I've been called 
the the bad F word, yeah, not some, fuck, some the other one. Some horrible things, yeah. I've been French. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you look a bit like Bartes, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Fabian is an Amster. <laughs> but I've been called the horrible F word like a, a couple of times on football pitches and the people who have called me that have suffered consequences in the next challenge. Uh, but yeah, something like this is just, we. I used to work on a, a LGBTQ plus podcast, Homo Sapiens, which is also on the ACAST network. Yep. So I can talk about them. Um, so and- Seb came in throwing money around. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we, yeah, we they're, they're great guys. The Stonewall FC guys, we, we work with them a couple yeah. of times. Great guys. And yeah, it's it makes me, when I read this in the script, stuff like that, yeah. this makes me feel happy because... As uh, someone who didn't come out till I was thirty, it's it is a you know it's a fucking it's it's a manly fucking thing. It is a man like especially if you're at our age, me Seb and Owen. Stuff like this makes me feel pride. Ins and outs, outs and ins. I said, you know, I'm going to give you the first in oh. uh, this week. As soon as you're back, no pressure. And it's a good one. It's the Bon Maman advent calendar. Uh, bon Maman, um, king of jam, jam of kings. You know, ah. Seb, the one looks like a tablecloth. <laughs> oh, yes. That, oh. French, that French muck you normally with call the it. Fancy, <laughs> with the fancy <laughs> handwriting. With, with your I grandma's thought... handwriting on the label. Yeah. Your grandma couldn't write like that. <laughs> yeah, she was, she was good. See, I thought... <laughs> you... <laughs> your grandma... <laughs> It's derailed he's, it before some, I've even got He said some things in this podcast. That That's what he's called out my grandma's <laughs> handwriting. <laughs> yeah, but she was holding the pen with four fingers yeah. at the same time. <laughs> Not that one. She was from St. Ellen's. She was yeah. proper. <laughs> she was proper. Send it anyway, Bon Maman advent calendar. Uh, this sounds like something that's right up my street. Go on. Hell yeah. I, it's just me and, my, so me and my girlfriend got it for each other and we do it together. Like, well, not when we're together, but she has one at her house and I have one at Independently my or planned? Did you plan to buy each other this and said, I'll get it for you if you get it me? Or did you just... Independently, because we've done it. Oh, you, So you didn't know? No, no, no. Because oh. I, I was like, I know what she likes. We both She's like the jams. You both like jam? You both yeah, like we jam. both like Bon Maman jams. Yeah. What's your favourite? Yeah. Um, Down the tube station at midnight. Sorry. Good. Uh, Thank you. Good. Not great put on the spot. Um, there was a pint in the most recent one. There was like a pineapple and spiced fruit one. Which oh, was that incre- sounds... Incredible. I'll be honest, so that does good. sound good. Hello. Had that on my morning bagel. I like a black cherry. Yeah, yeah. I think I enjoy it more than her because I just get, I just love them. It's like a little pocket of joy oh. every morning. Mm. Up until yeah. the French cheated us out a little bit because they only do twenty four days instead of twenty five. But um, they did, they did sort us out with <laughs> uh, striking on Christmas Eve, were they? <laughs> <laughs> but they did as a free gift. They sent me three, <laughs> three. Three full ones, a yellow, like, t- a yellow tabard, three yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, a baguette, yeah, and a Molotov cocktail. <laughs> Bear fucks to them, I say. Bear fucks to them, yeah. Yeah, they don't Legends. take any shit. No, they don't. And I got three extra full spreads, like the hazelnut one. Oh, oh my god, you actually? Tr- I've got my. <laughs> you got that for free? I haven't got. Well, I, well, I didn't get it for free because I paid for my. Oh, good. Yeah, I yeah. haven't got a girlfriend or a boyfriend right now, so you know, yeah, yeah, as yeah. we've spoken about on this parish many times before. But, but my mum. But he covers himself in jam. <laughs> Just in case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my my mum sent me a coffee advent calendar. Oh. You get a different coffee every day. Oh, that's quite nice. It is nice. A great way to set. Oh, and have you got an advent up? calendar, or, or you you've grown up? Like, mean, you know, you've grown up, haven't you? You know, you don't need an advent um, calendar. No, I'm not. What I'm Ooh. not. You're putting, <laughs> you're putting words in his mouth. Yeah, no. What? Oh, and I don't like that. This is the man. No, I'm messing around. I'm trying to. <laughs> this is the man who has his birthday and Christmas money put together, age 43, so he can get a better present. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god. Bon 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 advent calendars in. That um, sounds great to be fair. I'm going to do my in I next. Love that. Um, I'm going to do James McFadden. Ooh. Ex um, occasionally injury um, plagued footballer, Scottish footballer, but he was a, a, a great player. Really um, good but, player. but I was driving home the other night and there was um, Premier League fixtures, turned the radio on, and I was greeted by, I don't even know who the main commentator was because. As I've mentioned here before, I've been trying to get the love of um, of top flight and current football back. I know I probably shouldn't admit to a lack of love for it, but I just too much of it on TV, too many bad games, too many shit commentators, too much middle-of-the-road stuff. So I sort of went on a radio diet for a bit mm. and then I've gradually gone back up with highlights and stuff. And th- the love is returned and I'm desperate for a bit of live football to, to fully um, to go over the edge again. However, instantly I was like, fucking hell. Like, there's so many bad commentators and colour commentators. James McFadden, it was... A, he's got a brilliant voice because of a great Scottish accent. Mm. But it was exactly what a second commentator was meant to be. It's like he's gone to some old journalism school. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't talking about himself. Yeah. Wasn't doing any banter. Stuart Pearce, Dean Saunders. Oh, I don't, no, I don't want to talk about them. No, that's what I'm saying. I oh, know, no, don't ruin it. Sorry. You can have them in your advent calendar. <laughs> <laughs> but his, not only is his voice brilliant, it was his succinct description of what was going on the pitch. And he said a couple of things about, oh, he's just, he's, he's coming there to narrow the angle, so that's pushed him out wide, so that's done that. And, but the way he described it, you could see the pitch. Mm, that's what um, you want. You could, yeah, and but mm. honestly, the best colour comes number two I've heard on, on yeah. radio for years. I, it was like listening to someone who'd been doing it 40 years. Incredible. Yeah. What was that? Because I five live. Yeah. Score in, of one uh, of Scotland's greatest ever goals in Paris. Yes. Yeah. I'd say that's in a. Definitely. Well, it's my choice. <laughs> that's yeah, a good point. Yeah. yeah, yeah, good point, well made. Pause that bank transfer, Seb. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy. In this week, it's. Going to watch your best mate's football team. Is them. your best mate your brother and is it fucking Man United, Tommy? <laughs> no, and no. Oh! Not this. So I partly did this for one of my other best mates, Seb White, uh, sat to my left. But uh, yeah, my, my mate Jordan recently said, do you want to go and watch uh, Yeovil? He's from Yeovil. But yeah, it was great. We, we went. I went as an away fan. I don't get to go to United away as much as I'd like these days. It's hard, very hard to get tickets as an away fan. So I went in the away end with the Oval fans. Uh, they were playing Wrexham in the FA Cup. And uh, it was just a great experience, meeting a new fan base, being amongst yeah. them, not like necessarily... And I should say as well, lovely people, as I said to you earlier. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, people starting to chat with you, like in the queue for a pie and all that. Just just like old women, like families, yeah, etc. Yeah. It was yeah. a really nice experience. It was fucking cold, but I loved it. And it's yeah. just nice going to watch a different football team, isn't it? Also, in what was the race course like? Because I've never been. Yeah, I've never loved been. to go. <laughs> well, old school. I am not a fan. I'm not a fan. I, I used to go a lot with uh, Shrewsbury away when I used to wear my Rockports and my, when I actually was a little Devo in, back in 2005. Rockport boots. I used to wear my Rockports oh. and my Burberry. Oh. So. It was one of my most coveted items as a kid. Yeah, 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 Rockports. yeah. I used to nick my then, girl, my then girlfriend's brother's Rockports all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Henry Lloyd, Fred Perry, oh. Rockports, all, all that gear in 2005. And I so I, I went to the race course a few times so I grew up hating Wrexham. Um, yeah. And I, I think I still do actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Going with Yeovil the other day. I started singing Yeovil songs <laughs> you get carried away you do you do you do when yeah. you go and watch football with your mates and yeah stuff you and do just get sucked in because it was he was so it? happy he was all so right, happy and... all right it's reminding all you why right. you love football exactly uh seb uh 
having a proper pizza at the football match. Fucking at the Beavers lately, they've got. Who are you? I don't recognise you. They've got at the Beavers lately. They've got a pizza van in there. The great people at the Doe Shack, and I tell you what, having a pizza at the match has changed my match day experience. It is delicious. What size? Full Uh, pizza. Ten, ten inch. I would say not like Domino size, but. A big size. A little bit low. And then I always get the spicy aioli dip. And I tell you what. What type of crust are we talking? <laughs> nice, thin Italian-style crust. And it's actually really good pizza. And you know what? It's a tenner. I know, Seb, but... I know. I, look, I think, you know, I think a lot of you as a person has discussed before, but yeah. Seb's 10 out of Stamp. 10 is like... A, oh, I'm not saying it's, it's an 0 in 4. To have a pizza a at a match rather than a crap burger, you know, there was only 700, 800 there the other day. and I, you could 700 say, at Hungry Beavers, though. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Hungry Beavers. So, you know, it, yes, I'm not saying it probably doesn't work in your in your league stadiums and your arenas. But, but you wouldn't want to get a fucking pizza box in the arena. No, no, oh no. But a non-league grat, I mean, it's that's good a weapon, good point. Haven't we? Yes, a good weapon, actually. But yeah. Uh, so, all right, just, what are you going to do with it? <laughs> huh? well, hey, that's right. You, you and me at football before. I don't know. So this is the second like sort of localised product placement thing you've done in the last couple of weeks. What was the other one? Before? I reckon... A fucking football tour in Glasgow. Oh, no, I didn't have to pay because... Uh, you're getting free pizzas. Oh, no, God, no. No, 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 no. they're good people at the Doe Shack. The Doe Shack. Sounds like something I used to say. At the Doe Shack on social media. I did tag them in for with a picture of me eating pizza, but unfortunately nothing's been forthcoming yet. We shall see. Not in. Tommy, Tommy, is this saying my banjo string? Tommy, what's your what, what's your out, Tom? My banjo string going. <laughs> no, my out is my hamstring. I've been playing football again. Goose's leg. You're talking about it. Goose's yeah. leg. Not glowingly talking about it, weren't you last week? I'm very happy playing football again, mate. So mm. happy. I got the fever back when we did that ACAS tournament back mm. in the summer. Playing again, playing really fucking well. Like I thought I'd be a goalkeeper for the rest rest of my life after like getting an injury in my mid twenties and mm. kind of converting to a goalkeeper. But I'm playing out a goal again, through one-on-one, fucking freezing, didn't stretch properly before I played, pulled the trigger, you know, gonna probably wasn't going to put it away, but as soon as I pulled it back and then with the follow-through of my right leg, just hurt, uh, just like, uh, I was just like, it wasn't like agony, I was just like, guys. That's it. Do you mean like, heard it? Well, you know, like feel it, like that, yeah, that, yeah. that sort of... It goes through your body, doesn't visceral it? Visceral sort of, yeah, yeah. Yeah, heard is an exaggeration, but like I felt, I was like, that's my hamstring. I haven't felt that in about like five, six years or something. Well, like, can you touch your toes on a normal day? Can you? Yeah. I don't want to see it. No. We I think I can. Yeah. You're trustworthy, guys. I want to see it. We haven't met on Grindr. <laughs> <laughs> we don't go there, Owen. After um, what you found out before. I don't need tea. Um, but no, no, no. I had a mass- massage recently in Miami. One of the top, th- I would say, um, until I met my wife, I probably only have about had about two or three massages in my life. And I reckon I've had hundreds now all around the world. I always always look for one. It's you know they're like the medicinal value of one, um, and you can normally tell um, where someone's level humor level is at because they'll normally say any any afters. No, nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just actually wanted a massage. And there, there's been a few times when I've gone to the accidentally gone to the wrong type of establishment. Uh, really? So Tommy's hamstring is out. Definitely. Seb. Yeah. Oh I'm no, out. you've got you've got two outs from today. So to, today, to let you in behind the curtain, Tommy, Seb and I, before we met Assad, we were out filming something and um, 
we go to Piccadilly Circus and we were going to uh, film some of the dialogue there and Sev's looked over and he just gone, fucking street performers. <laughs> so hot on, the, hot on the back of Brompton bikes and uh, pianos in train station, he's gone, fucking street performers and then gone, shall I just run over there and two foot that cunt? <laughs> he's just, and Tommy went, fucking hell, Sev, they're just grafting. They are grafting. They, they were doing capoeira. Do you know that also that, that Years is difficult. Of Sitting on a stick dressed as Yoda like you're hovering. Nah, oh. fuck <laughs> Dressed as Yoda. You seen those ones that look like Yoda? You seen that they can sit on a stick for fucking five hours? That's not performing. Mate, discipline, patience. Yeah, man. Yeah, well, attitude. I've got none of it for those ones. Ah, yeah. Hunger, mateship. Yeah, yeah. Owen's gone. Street performers are not out. You know what is out though? It's Brent Joyce. You know what is out? The fucking piano at Manchester Piccadilly train station. Yes. One week. One week since, like, a week ago it was there, last Friday. The people Friday. have spoken. The you, people have, you're an influencer. Manchester is a city of protest, and uh, they've got, they've come to... It's like France. Yeah, exactly. Assad, <laughs> what's your out, brother? Dodgy eBay auction decisions. Come on, what, what have you accidentally bought? So I bought three things recently. One, I thought it's called a bargain on a mohair cardigan. I was like, a mohair is quite expensive. Sold one for 15 quid. Came, I didn't read the... Dis- I saw you a bought large... a mohair cardigan for 15 quid, and it turned up and it wasn't mohair, and you were <laughs> no, surprised. No, 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 it was just... Turns out it was a women's cardigan, and it was two sizes too small. I put it on, it looked like a crop top. But you've so still worn it today, though. Um, and the other fair one fair play for styling it out mate yeah 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 just gotta wear it out you gave me a sidelong look but you know fair play um, always check the measurements yes always that is something that is something I've learned yeah but eBay's wild man for measurements oh, no I get it yeah true yeah. but I, I think if you're going on eBay you're like what you're into, you're taking that risk. Like, I, you I know it might not It might not fit. Dodgy eBay auction decisions are out. I had a quick out this week, and I'm just going to say it because, fucking hell, I went to I went for a sauna after I'd been to the gym the other day, and there was this fella in there looking disgusted. And I went, fucking hell, he went, yep, those little cunts have been pissing everywhere again. <laughs> oh, my God. So there's, there's a school, it's a sports centre, basically, and they, you often find, like, there's 14, 15, 16-year-olds in there, and... They've just pissed everywhere. So me and him, Ugh. so we could get in, then get into the sauna without the smell of piss wafting in. We're oh. filling With up the heat water. as well, because that would have come in and really stayed, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so we're be. filling up water bottles, squeezing them on the floor and fucking washing the, the, the piss down the drain. Oh, man. Little kids are disgusting. Yeah. Fucking disgusting. Yeah. That's yeah. not on. No, no, no. I don't want to catch one of them doing it. Oh, God. No. I don't want you to either. No. No, no. I like my job. This has been reminding you why you love football. We've been at Spiritland. We, um, we'd we like you to review this, rate Please. it. Come on. I mean, like, it doesn't take long. And on on we know how many people listen to this. And then I see how many people have, have rated it. Yeah. Either Apple are blocking us off because we're not part of the, um, the goal hanger massive. <laughs> <laughs> or more likely, you lot are too fucking lazy. So stop. You know, it's nice that you DM us and tell us how you feel. Oh, lovely. Just put them on fucking, put them on Apple. Come on. Ed's in the booth. Astad's back. Seb's here. Yeah, thanks for listening. Bye, Mundown Magazine. Keep us off the dole. Love you, bye. See ya. Reminding you why you love football is a Mundial and Football co-production. Produced by Tommy Stewart and Seb White. Hosted by me, Owen Blackhurst. And recorded on the run.